Hi everyone. Welcome to OMG Stop. I'm Krista. I'm Jamie. And welcome to another episode, guys, of the pod talking this week about mine and Jamie's FIT experience. <laughs> yeah, we've touched upon little things uh, in past episodes, but we've never done like a deep dive into our experience at FIT. FIT also meaning the Fashion Institute of Technology, not the Florida Institute of Technology, like some people like to call it. And it's not called FIT. It's not called FIT, okay? It's F-I-T. You got to pronounce each letter separately. Stop. People doing friends or abstract acquaintances in high school when I was like, oh, yeah, I'm applying to F-I-T. You know, like, maybe you'd abbreviate it because if you say the long, the whole word multiple times, people are like, all kebobbled by you, I feel like. Well, maybe just for me in Vermont because they're all like, what are you talking about? So, yeah, guys, it's a fashion institute of technology. It's not Florida. It's based in New York City. <laughs> yeah. I Top love 10 that. fashion schools in the world. Yes, casual, no big deal. Jamie and I graduated from it. Different majors, but still. I guess, do you want to start then, Jamie? Do you want to maybe start, I guess, kind of basic, like, okay, because you kind of mentioned before, this is all just about FIT focus, like, not our personal situation. Maybe, like, A, Jamie, what maybe, what you did freshman year, maybe, or just kind of like what your major sure. was, kind of thing, like, maybe like what, what your I attention did. was. Yeah, what you did, like, your attention kind of first starting out, going yeah. to school there. In 2010. So I, yeah, 2010. Wow. Right? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So summer of 2010, August 2010. Uh, <laughs> I, I entered as a fashion merchandising management major. That major name has now changed to fashion business management. They changed it, I believe, so we graduated in 2014. They changed it in 2016, I think, um, for reasons to, I guess, be more aligned with how the industry was changing. Um, my intentions going in as a freshman were like every other, and also every major at FIT is pretty much like abbreviated. So my major was FMM and Krista's was AMC. So if you hear us say those abbreviations, that's, they stand for our majors. Uh, every FMM major wants to be a buyer. That's like the first question you get asked in your first class is, what do you want to be? Everyone wants to be a buyer. And a buyer, basically, the best way for me to describe it is when you go into a store or when you shop online, the buyer literally purchases the merchandise for you as the customer to buy. That's the easiest way to describe it. And that's what I wanted to do. Uh, and as time went on, I still wanted to do that. But obviously, my uh, industry has evolved and I'm, I'm not in that right now. But I wanted to be a buyer and my intentions were to work for like a major retailer, like um, I really wanted to work for Macy's. That was kind of like, and FIT really pushed people to work for them. But my intentions were to also make the most of my experience. I loved student ambassadors. I that was like number one freshman year. Like I wanted to be a student ambassador. How do I become a student ambassador? And then I discovered student tour guides. I thought the ambassadors were the tour guides, but it turned out they ended up splitting and they were like different different organizations. So student ambassadors were essentially orientation leaders. And that was through student life. And then student tour guides was through admissions, both paid jobs. But my intention was to make the like the best experience that I could. I joined merchandising society because FIT doesn't have Greek life. And I was never really into Greek life. I think if I went to a regular college, I would have been very turned off by it. My dad is a former frat boy, funny enough. And he tells me all like the stupid things that he did. Uh, <laughs> A college kid and I'm like why I don't under like ew um I'm just not, <laughs> I'm really just not into it not to the whole Greek life thing not for me but 
FIT is all these clubs. And so the big one was like, if you were merchandising, you had to join merchandising society. Now I will say there are definitely some, I could see why people were very turned off by merchandising society. It's very much like a sorority. It could, I think sometimes it, we came off as like a little caddy at times and it, you know, you had to fit in a certain way, but not really. Um, it was the biggest club on campus. They made a very big deal that it was the biggest club on campus, but I joined that and I also got really involved in that, but also people started to notice my interests and the more I became involved, the more I was asked to do things. So yes, I became a student tour guide. I became a student ambassador, which were two of the best things that I ever could have done. But with the merchandising society, I started to show an interest in like websites and social media. And this is when having a social media career was a possibility and as I got into like my later years at FIT, I actually thought about going into social media. So my sophomore year, I got an internship at Stylecaster um, doing editorial because I thought I was going to pivot. And the thing is at FIT, like you do your associates in one major and you do your bachelor's in another. So it was very common for people to do like their associates in merchandising and then go to advertising and marketing or vice versa um, or go to like international business, like international trade marketing. So it was, it was normal to do that. And I thought I was going to do that, but then I realized like, I, like editorial wasn't really for me. And I, no offense, Krista, but I felt merchandising was a little more lucrative, like money wise. Dude, um, I'm not offended at all because story of life, but stop yeah. it. I, I've never cared for retail. So it's just like different interests. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, honestly, I think I can make more money being in merchandising. So yeah. I stayed and I knew I was like good at it. So I was like, I don't think I want to pivot from this. Um, and trust me guys, like I had like a hard time adjusting to college life. I was the kind of kid that never studied in high school. And there were times I almost failed tests. I had to retake my, my chemistry regions because I failed it because um, I was awful at science, but I never had to like really study. So that was something really hard too. When I got to FIT, like I wasn't used to this type of curriculum. I wasn't used to taking so many classes and having to know so much in so little time. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, got involved in merchandising study. People started to notice my interest. So I got asked to do things. Like I got asked to manage our website for the style shop and to explain what the style shop is. It's an actual retail business on the campus of FIT, but it's run by the merchandising society and merchandising society has certain, um, rules like every member has to abide by so you actually pay dues which i think most of the clubs at fit do require you to pay dues and i know if you're in a sorority or a frat you have to pay dues um but that's how like they get money to run the club which 15 dollars not terrible um and then okay 15 dollars um, a semester was it like semester. a semester okay yeah um but I also know some kids who like, you know, some, they're, you know, some kids don't have, some college kids don't have $15 to pay for dues. If you're in a sorority or a frat, your dues are, you know, hundreds of dollars. But, um, you know, so you had to pay dues each semester. You had to attend, if you worked in a style shop, you had to attend like every meeting. And like, if you couldn't attend a meeting, you had to like, let them know why, but that's fine. And then, um, but the style shop is an actual retail store and you also had to work one hour in the style shop. So it's run like the staff who essentially run it are the students. And then there are teams behind it. So we had like multiple buying teams. We had a web team. And so you would get, and you, there was a point system in the club. So the more meetings you attended and the more positions you took, 
the higher you would get on the list. And then every semester there were corporate trips and the top 12 members would go. I think I mentioned in a past episode, I actually got to go on one. I got to go on one of the trips, but I was originally picked to go on one the fall semester of our senior year. And I skipped it because I had Ed Sheeran tickets and I really didn't care about the company they were going to. So I was like, screw this. I'm going to Ed Sheeran. There was also a job fair and I didn't have a job excuse me, I didn't have a job. And that was the other thing too about FIT is like, if you were a senior and you didn't have a job, there was this pressure to get a job offer by fall semester. And if you didn't have one by fall semester, you were like, oh my God, what the hell am I doing? The truth to the matter is the economy was still coming out of a recession. So companies still didn't really have enough money to put out for jobs. Companies were still restructuring cannot begin to tell you how many times I applied for jobs and they closed the job without filling it. Um, So like all those things were happening. I felt like a lot of pressure was put on FMM students, especially, Um, you know, we are like, they were, we, as well as Chris's majors were the two big, two of the biggest majors on campus, two of the biggest business majors. And a lot of pressure was put on us. Um, But my intentions were to like, get a job in the training program at Macy's and hopefully become a buyer. And while that didn't happen, probably best that didn't happen. Um, so those are my intentions. And also my intentions then as like a student ambassador and as a tour guide, especially because I did tours every week, was I wanted to make sure that I gave like I if you you would you if you met if I told you my dad was a teacher, you'd be like, aha, because I was like an FIT encyclopedia and <laughs> poor tour guides, like, oh my God, I would like, I swear I would give like so much information to people. Um Oh my gosh. Like it was really, really bad, but I was literally like, I hired FIT, like FIT is the greatest place in the world. And if people left, I'd be like, why are you leaving FIT? But I understand, you know, and FIT was not for everyone. And one of my best friends, like she studied fashion merchandising at a completely different school. And she was like, honestly, she's like, I really didn't like FIT. I, I really didn't fit in with what I was looking for. And that's understandable. But, um, yeah, I just like, and I just wanted to make the most of it. It wasn't, it was a hard adjustment. I really did not have friends freshman year. I think the other thing was I went into FIT freshman year, knowing a few people from my high school. And so I already had friends and it's harder, I think, to make friends when you kind of already have them. I really didn't start making friends at FIT until my sophomore year when certain, when like other people started being in my classes that I had already had classes with. Um, so then I started to know people and then I started, you know, everyone starts friending each other on Facebook. Maybe you do more group projects. So you get to know people better. Um, and that, like, that was really hard. My freshman year, I I befriended someone who was older than me. So I felt like I was a cool freshman going to the, to Kaufman, to the off-campus dorm and like coming back later at night. Um, but you know, I felt like I was really cool. I was hanging out with like juniors and sophomores. Um, but yeah, but it was also hard cause like I had friends and so I would do things with those friends and then, you know, it's kind of harder to make friends. I also went through, like, I think the hardest thing for me was my roommate, my first semester roommate. I don't think she liked me and she wanted to move and I didn't know how to deal with that because you, you know, one, I had never shared a room before with anyone as an only child. And two, like, you know, looking back, like, I was the weird one. It definitely was me. Like I, I'm socially awkward. Like I really think that maybe I could have made the situation better, but I don't know. I think she, we were just like totally different people, but it worked out so well because the girl that became my roommate then basically became my roommate for the remainder of school. Cause we both got along really well. And I think it was better. Like, this is also my advice. I think it's better if you room with someone who is a completely different major than you, because 
and FIT especially, there's still a competitive aspect to it. And my mom, like being the stage mom that she is, like, because you know, theater, if also if you're a theater major, y'all, I hope you have balls. Because <laughs> you gotta be tough to be a theater major because incredibly competitive. So my mom, being the stage mom, theater major that she was, was like, you know, you can't tell her what internships you're applying for. Like, don't give her too much information. My mom was like putting all this in my head. And I really think it was honestly like better to room with someone that wasn't my major because you're on opposite schedules also, which kind of sometimes makes it easier. And you don't have to worry about like doing the same work. Maybe that works out for some people, but for me, it was always better that I had roommates that were never the same major as myself. Um, I support that though. Like I a hundred percent support that. I had to mix them both. And I, I think also because like not to interrupt, but I also think that the key to guys, like, you know, as Jamie said, it's totally based on yourself, right? Like it's personal decision, like your own schedule. Also, Jamie, I think too, sometimes it's nice to have people who you don't see them all the time outside of your living space too. Correct. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Exactly. So that's like when I, I will say like when I went to, when I studied abroad, we can get into that later. Like when I studied abroad, even though all the girls I roomed with, we were all the same, like we all had class together. We were only going to class once a week because it was an internship study abroad. So we all worked in different places and we all had different schedules. I got really lucky and I lived in walking distance to my internship, but I didn't mind getting up in the morning early. Like I would purposely leave the, the apartment early so I could like sit at Starbucks and have coffee and get on my laptop and just kind of like lounge. But it was nice because like we all came home at different times. And if no one was home, I was like, yes, I can like shower now and I can make dinner now for myself or I could go grocery shopping. And I didn't have to be like friends, friends with them. But it was kind of nice that like we were all on different schedules because and we all had different, we all worked at different companies. We all had different experiences. So, yeah, but I feel like I just ranted for 10 minutes. <laughs> That's totally fine. What about you, Krista? What were, like, your intentions, freshman? You're all good, my friend. And everything. Yeah, so, guys, so unlike Jamie, similar but different, like Jamie had mentioned, guys, her major, my major, we were both in, actually, another part of FIT was also in a subdivision, guys, of the business school, business and technology, as well as art and design. So, I don't think you said that yet. So, like, also fun fact, guys, Jamie and I are both. Oh, I, I always forgot about that because I just, like, didn't really. Dude, because I was a Baker Scholar, I was very aware of this. Right. Like, like you were more aware of that. I was just like, yeah, I don't study design, so don't ask. <laughs> Jamie! My, my freshman year roommate was a design major. So, I think Jamie said, too, like, literally, my freshman year roommate, uh, I had, um, oh, I'll start from the beginning, I guess, okay. You guys, hi, I'm Krista. No, I'm just kidding. So I majored, guys, in advertising and marketing communications. That was also something that was abbreviated typically as AMC. So I'll be probably mentioning it as AMC instead of mentioning a big mouthful. But it was advertising and marketing communications. Essentially, guys, was a kind of major where it attracted a wide variety of people. And um, different than Jamie's, the intention with an AMC kind of like process of study at FIT was to either work in maybe advertising, like maybe Jamie said, you'd maybe do like an undergrad, guys, a two-year, sorry, not undergrad, like an associate's, my apologies, associate's of advertising and marketing communications. And then maybe you'd go into like another major, like, I mean, ad design kind of, you jump ship into the design school. But some people did that, Jamie. Some people kind of went from art and design and then we go to business. So people do, guys, also maybe they begin two years and one of my good friends did like an art and design major, like communication design, and she went into AMC. There's a lot of kind of strange, guys, a lot of customization going on. And for each person, it was very much particular on their wants and needs. And obviously, you'd work with um, career counselor, right? I forgot what the advisor we'd had that they called us that you oh, were assigned I, to. I don't remember. 
I went to that a couple times for the internship stuff. So I went to it a lot because that, I'll get into that too. So basically, guys, I studied um, advertising and marketing communications, AMC, because I was like, I love magazines. I love printed media. I want to work at a magazine. This is not, guys, all about everyone's like, oh, because Ugly Betty, because of 13 going on 30, Never Wears Prada. It's like, yes and no. Yes, for all of that too, but also, I in general have always, always loved magazine content. Ever since I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, babysitting at my neighbor's house, she used to have tons of in-style mags. I'm not a big in-style fan. I used to be a big Seventeen fan forever, and they kind of like escalated to um, Marie Claire and Elle magazine. But in general, it's like a lot of different kind of like ways for all that goes. And essentially with my major at AMC, you could go into not just like magazines, but it was very common in that major to do a lot of writing. Maybe you wanted to get into journalism, or maybe you wanted to get into maybe like working at a creative creative company, but still be in like a business structure, if that makes sense. So a couple of them were, you know, like media planning kind of stuff. That was not my intention, but several kids I know went to college with and in my classes, they wanted to go that direction. My major was pretty broad. Unlike Jamie's, there wasn't like a certain program or a certain way, kind of like you would finish and complete your degree and then go through a certain step process to get a job. It's very much like big wide open door, which is overwhelming, but can be very um, beautiful if you kind of like have an abstract idea of what you want to do. And also you have different interests to kind of gain more you know, insight in. So I obviously, you guys did my, you know, college degree classes. I oftentimes took um, six, seven classes a semester, which I guess people at their schools were like, oh, that sounds crazy. I'm like, that was FIT. That was also depends on the yeah. person. We, you know, we took a lot more classes than other colleges required. Because we were a SUNY school. Because FIT is a SUNY no, school. No, even more so than oh. SUNY schools. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, I know because you know, because of SUNY part, I'm saying we had gen ed requirements, I'm saying, in addition to being right. like a specialized but institution. Most, I think most colleges you took the same course like twice a week oh an hour and a half and we took three hours one class for three hours every week so times that by five <laughs> like true you know? so uh, yeah i i think regardless if being it being a suny school i think just because it was such a specialized specialized school on top and when we say suny suny means state university of new york so fit is a publicly run state college versus parsons lim which are privately run Thank you. That's good. That's good to mention too, Jamie. And then in addition, guys, like I said, doing my classes, similar or different to Jamie, guys. I um in freshman year, um, typically you guys you can't like you can join club freshman year, but um I couldn't really do like the on campus program. Jamie mentioned we both went into afterwards. I actually entered the I guess like kind of like a club sort of thing. Um, we kind of had like a midday option for that. Um, and all of IT schedules kind of like a common hour. So you could like use that hour for clubs and stuff. So unlike Jamie mentioning um, Versailles Society that she was part of, I was part of the club on ED 2010, kind of like Ed 2010, but it's capital E, lowercase d. Essentially guys, people who were into magazines, there was also like a website at the time that was called ED 2010. It was actually created by, I believe, a fellow college student, not at FIT, just like in general at the time, who had wanted to get into magazines and wanted to kind of have this platform for people to kind of interact and better build themselves up to kind of get careers in magazine publishing in some capacity. So I was in this club, essentially, a lot of people wanted to be editors, maybe also more of the creative side of magazines, guys, but then also um, people just wanted to maybe be a part of that world or were just curious as a hobby, even beyond a career, you know? So it was a great club for that. Mainly it was for a lot of people that I knew were in the club with me. They were fellow um, AMC majors, some were FMM too, and maybe they wanted to look into different internships within um, interning at magazines. Maybe they wanted to get into style. Maybe they wanted to get into like, you know, bookings or just be aware of kind of how the different ins and outs, editorial, um, and like I said, more than publishing kind of for magazines works. So it was a big kind of club for that. Um, it was really like small, cute little thing led by Professor Leopold and she's phenomenal. So anyway, side shout out to her. Um, 
I did that club freshman year, guys. Like Jamie mentioned, I also became an FIT student ambassador. Jamie and I met through different ways, but also that's one of our commonalities in our college experience. Um, being a student ambassador, like Jamie said, guys, one of the greatest things I ever did. Like Jamie said, it was one of the paid opportunities um, on campus, which was great. We had to apply, go through a process. So I was a FIT student ambassador. And I forgot to mention, actually, also, Jamie, I don't think you did this, but I actually, guys, also, sorry, did um, work study freshman year. So I, um, oh, I didn't do work study. I did work study because I, need, I needed to constantly be working and making money. I've been someone who I've never not had a job. I mean, I basically was babysitting until I could work at Ben & Jerry's. Um, so ever since I was like 11 years old maybe or so or 12, I was like babysitting kind of a little bit for my neighbors and stuff like that. And like friends through the church, like, not, not my personal friends, like my family, friends. Like, oh, I see you. I know you. You know my daycare person I used to go to kind of thing. So I at FIT was very busy with that. So I did work study freshman year actually. And that was actually in the PrintFX graphics lab, which I think is really fun to kind of like share because I was, again, you mentioned we were both, I was a business major, but working in the graphics lab and library technology, I was involved with kind of like doing all the art and design kids who would go to print out their massive layouts and prints, especially interior design people who have these big projects. That was always really fun to see. So I love my experience there, especially I love, hence FIT, I love being surrounded by art and design kids. Jamie said also, it's great to be around people who are not in the same major as you. So I kind of like that too. It was a great little mix. So did that. Jamie said too, we did FIT student ambassadors, guys. I did that my sophomore year, junior and senior, I believe. Um, I also, besides being on campus for that, like I said, E2010, student ambassadors. And in addition to that, guys, I was constantly interning. So um, there's a whole thing at FIT. I'm not going to get into, I guess, like super logistics about this. but I was going to ask you about internships, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, so do you want me to, I'm not going to go, Jimmy, I guess all the details about, you know what I mean, like how school works. So, kind of, or do you want to mention? Okay, so let me ask you. So, because you did a lot of internships, I only did three. I did seven. Did you feel, because this, I've noticed as time went on with, people who got whatever jobs. Did you feel interning so many times was due to the pressures of FIT or because you thought if you got seven internships, you'd get the better job than your than your other peers? Here's a little bit of both, a little bit of both, 100%. Because I feel like I never bought into it. Really? I feel- also also do a note to like for AMC stuff, it was like pushing the club ED2010. Jamie, every day someone was like, I have this internship. These people were literally in freshman year. They were like doing these like, big time internships these like awesome people like, either one-on-one the stylist or, like doing some pr stuff and i was like excuse you like i also just got here how the hell did this happen like a and also I'm competitive as hell so i was like and i wanted to make sure because i had pressures actually a lot from home guys my family all my parents back in vermont were big time on like i wasn't allowed guys stay in new york if i didn't have a job i'm not a trust fund kid like i wasn't allowed to like stay in like kosher i figured out like my rent was never paid for i always hid my own i took out a loan for my rent senior year that's the only reason why I was able to live off campus before I graduated. Took out a loan for that because I, because I just it worked out with like the jobs I had at the time working at a restaurant part time and interning, being on campus less except for classes. But to you know, the internship thing, I think I said to like it just depends. I interned seven times. Part of it though, six out of seven guys were not paid, and I actually got credit for one. So um, also fun facts. That's totally personal choice. Guys. I only got credit for one. Jimmy, yeah, for your Jimmy, you got paid for the rest, so I feel like, right? You did I got paid for my last one, which is why I didn't leave it. But that's good, though. That's also the key, guys, too, is that internships, guys, at the time of Jamie and I were there, especially in our industries, they were very popular, guys, in the sense that everyone, Jamie, I think, you know, from media, just in general, was like, oh, the answer to get a job. And also, I know we were, I was told a lot in my classes, too, you have to intern to get a job. That was FIT day one. Well, yeah, and, you have to. You know what I mean? But it's like, I feel like nowadays, I don't know how that even applies because I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, it's important because, I think it's more the invaluable experience, right? It's like you learn guys more. So I know certain friends of mine who I think they came in to school wanting Jamie to study one thing. They interned in something, 
hated it. And they were like, thank God I did that now before I graduated. Right. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. I think, I think FIT does pressure students. And here's the other thing too, like your friend could be interning at Chanel, but it could be the shittiest internship that she's ever had. And you could be interning at some tiny little, for a tiny little designer, but you have a lot of fun there. Maybe the designer gives you a lot of responsibility and she is flexible with your school schedule. You know, like, so just because like you intern at these big names doesn't mean it's, unless you can speak to those experiences when you go for a job interview, then it's not going to matter on your resume. If you can't speak to your Chanel internship when you go interview for a job, that's a problem. But if you can speak to the little internship you had with the fashion designer, you know, in her one, in her little studio, more power to you. Definitely, definitely combo of that. I mean, I think Jay, for me, why the internships guys, why I saw value in them in addition to the pressure and like the comeback that it was so talked about. And I know, especially like I said, for my classmates at the time, especially like it was so hardcore for, especially those, like I said, who wanted to get into magazines. It was hardcore fucking intense guys. It was like, if you have not interned in every department in different places, and like every department is false, but I'm saying, you know, you have it, I'm saying like, it's more with the connections, right, Jamie? It's like, I think the intention guys was, I happen to know, this is true facts of this day, some uh, people I went to school with that were like close friends with me at the time, they happened to, maybe they had one great internship, but they had multiple internships. But because, Jamie, they met somebody like sophomore year they'd intern with who, you know, hire up maybe editors so they worked for, they created a great, a great report with them, they had like a good relationship. Then you guys, depending on your relationship, if you're supposed to always like nurture relationships, right? With friendships, with careers, anything. You know, I think she happened to somehow stay in touch with these people in the right way where, oh, a job comes up to think about you. That was, I think, Jamie's always the intention, right? I know for me, right. I think that's what it was for magazines. It was like more about, I think I, in general, want to intern a lot to like to get different experiences and also because I love to be kind of a jack of all trades in a sense of like, I like to have a variety of different skills in like different departments. But also, I was very curious about, you know, I first interned, like I said, it was at Shoshana. That was a merchandising kind of thing, but it was in the showroom doing PR. And I loved that. Very minimal experience on the first, it was like one day a week I did freshman year because I had to work out my schedule. I forgot actually I did that freshman year. Yeah. So like, again, like a lot of things were happening, you know, beyond work studying and getting used to like being on and off campus in a city that I was still super new to. I think it's just, I used to just see Krista running around campus. I'm not even joking. Like if Krista, <laughs> Krista walks as fast as she talks. <laughs> And I used to be like, I think, I think I know that girl. <laughs> Stop it. Obsessed. I mean, dude, I had to fucking hustle because also I told you, it's like my family back home, they were, they, people, I feel like guys, this could be anyone's experience, but my, me particularly, I felt like this is a whole thing for my whole life, but separate stuff I discussed in therapy. But I always feel like guys, that's something to prove to people because I'm not kidding, Jamie. I don't know about you, but like when I was in high school, oh, I felt they, like I'm theater. Yeah, because like when I was saying Jamie, that I wanted to go to FIT and New York City specifically, but mainly the fact that I only applied to one school to like tons of people that I knew, like you know, in high school and like coworkers of Ben and Jerry's and blah blah. I'm not even kidding. Ten percent were supportive. Eighty percent were like, "You're fucking nuts. Why do you think you're going to be able to make that? Like, you're not made for that." See, job. That's where like, the difference of where you and I come from, because quite a few kids from my high school went to FIT. Like, there was no yeah. flag, like in the guidance office oh like, my god you know, like quite a few like we had quite a few people Dude, you're in the same so. state i think that's the big thing too you know what i mean it's like well i just think you're like, close to the city yeah yeah in a way but i just felt like i think i learned later like with the whole internship thing like i really used to wonder like did it really matter how many internships you had 
in some way, unless they didn't. Cause like the reason why I didn't leave my, my paid internship was because it was in the area I wanted to work in. And the other reason why I didn't want to leave it, which FIT used to encourage was trying to get an internship at a company that can possibly hire you upon graduation. So if you did a summer and so if you did a summer internship at Ross or Macy's, or if you interned at maybe a brand and they were going to have open positions, that was more of like a reason to intern there. Um, But also I think it just makes it more worthwhile if you figure out what you love and then you find an internship that can apply to what you want to do later. Like I got an e-commerce internship and I was like, oh my God, this is, yes, this is it. But I also thought the company was going to hire me upon graduation. That did not happen. Um, so did I waste my time? I don't think so because it was paid. If it wasn't paid yet, yeah, would have up and left. Um, but you know, I just, and I really liked my boss and she was really flexible and she was understanding of my situation and people there like were willing to help me with my resume and stuff. Um, but I think that's like, I think in the end, I kind of realized that maybe it didn't really, it, I don't think the number really matters. It's just like, you know, as long as you experienced what you wanted to. That's why I was doing it. I definitely wasn't, like I said, going for a number. I mean, I happen to have a weird odd number thing where it's like I interned seven times and I, apply, I, and I interviewed 13 times before I got my first job at a college at a magazine. Like I interviewed at 13 fucking fashion magazines. Chris, Sorry, I interviewed like 50 companies. Dude, no, no. I swear I interned, I like interviewed like 50 different places. Are you serious? Like interviews, not like, I'm saying not just like applied, like actual like in-person Like actually interviews? interviewed. Like I was interviewing like twice a month at one point. Dude, but that's not, twice a month isn't that crazy. I had no, like two in one day like, sometimes. It's like for a whole year. Oh yeah, I guess, no, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's just, it depends, dude. It's just, again, like totally separate kind of jobs we're going for, you know what I mean, too. And yeah. especially even at that time, it's like, I just know for the people that I knew that were in my classes and that, like I said, I was like close with at FIT and stuff, like non-ambassador stuff, you know what I mean? Like not other kind of close friends, like people I feel like that I knew for all my classes, the majority of them, even if it was like non-publishing, whatever, they had gotten their job before senior year happened um, or like right at the end of junior year kind of thing. And I was like, what the hell? I mean, I'm, I don't feel like I'm a temporary person, but I like to try different things because I have a lot of different interests and skills. So it's like, I don't know. I always was drawn to like trying different ones. That's why I know I interned a lot because I also a problem sitting still. And I was like, okay, how do I also like think about probability? And like, maybe this is a convoluted way, but okay. If I intern in more different places and do I have more different opportunities that come out of it? You know what I mean? I don't know. Also, I mean, I'm so grateful for the learning experiences that I had all those jobs because I learned different things about myself at every single internship and beyond the fact that like, maybe I'm not, I was in touch with a lot of, I know, my former supervisors for a long time. Like from Shoshana, I was so close to them. And I used to also do any work. I told you before, well, also guys, like my internship at Shoshana freshman year, I was then still in touch with them throughout my college experience. I still like worked with them. I actually was paid to work these like trade show events, guys, at the Javits Center. Like I think- My cousin did that when she like, and she interned for like a swimwear company and she would do that too. Which is like great guys, it's all about kind of like, you know, it's all about I think kind of just like staying within their headspace of like, oh, let me check if this person's available for, you know, and yeah, maybe, sorry, maybe, maybe I wasn't, maybe one of them I was paid when I wasn't, but I got free clothes that were like literally $200 each. So it's like, it depends on what you value, you know what I mean? Right. And I was like, I want some nice, like bougie clothes, you know what I mean? And one of those yeah. tops I literally haven't even thrown away yet that still was like new that season as a gift they gave me as a thank you, which it depends. Everyone has different wants and needs, right? Like different things. Like I was so happy to also get my Bradbury Lewis internship because that was an awesome internship where I got to do model castings. That was such a fun day. Oh my God. I made so oh many. God, like, that's hilarious. Jamie. Oh my God. I had so much fun because they had a lot of men's clothes too. Cause they had a lot of different, yeah. cool, different brands. Dude. Oh, what do you say? 
topless men coming in. <laughs> Jamie, oh my God. Yeah, I made so many best friends and it was like too much fun. This is like, I was like, this is like, this is what I'm doing, not in class. Like, give it to me, life. It was stop. So, Jamie, like, literally the, like, literally the city in the hills, yeah. like, scene. I was, was going to say, I think with the internships, because you just said, like, in between classes, I think it also gave you a sense of, like, being more of an adult than a student at times. Like, 100%. I thought it was really fun when I interned at Stylecaster. I did that twice a week. And I thought it was fun that I got to, like, quote, go to work. On, fr- on Thursdays and Fridays and I would like bring my laptop and I had a desk and I got to, you know, do that. Or when I did my paid internship, um, I thought it was really fun that I had to like actually go and get like work clothes and a steamer and make sure <laughs> that I looked, you know, professional twice a week. And I legit had my own cubicle and I was like, I have my own cubicle. Like, what is this <laughs> crazy? What is this? Um, yeah. It's life. Yeah. And the London one was just, just like I'll mention shortly, London was a, it was a study abroad program. I don't think FIT really does it anymore, but you went to London for a month. Um, mine and Krista's major did it. You studied at the London College of Fashion. So you did classes once a week and then you interned four days a week. Um, it was really cool. I, a lot of girls in my group, unfortunately, I think thought it was kind of a waste. Um, and we, a lot of people said, you know, we didn't really get great internships. It was kind of a waste of an experience, but you know me, I see the positive and everything. And I just saw that. I was number one, I was in a foreign country. I was in a city I've always wanted to be in. I worked with a very lovely lady who reimbursed me for my transportation. I worked nice. with people. I saw how tough a small business is to run in a foreign country. Um, and especially someone like her who had a lot of experience and basically started something new. Um, and I enjoyed the classes while they were sometimes boring. We had this hilarious professor and we got to go on cool trips sometimes on Fridays. And yeah, so I just tried to make the most of it, honestly. Um, and I'm really thankful for that experience. Like, yeah, I didn't intern that summer and I, I, maybe I should have done it the summer before. Maybe I should have done a different program because if I had interned that summer, maybe I would have had a job offer at a different company or something, but you know, things happen for a reason and I'm happy I, I did it when I did. So. Yes. Oh my gosh. We can't look back and like shoulda, coulda, woulda like so many times because to me, like I said, when I entered internet Bradbury Lewis, um, that I think actually was, I interned there, I think sophomore year, I keep thinking of sophomore or junior, but I think it was sophomore year. I interned at Marie Claire in the editorial actually accessories, accessories closet. Oh my God. And I met a really good girlfriend named Orly who, um, she's based out of France. Oh my gosh. She was like literally like here for a semester in the city and it was like crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's like fun people, but I love being accessories because I can give a shit about actual clothes. Like, I mean, I love clothes, but like I enjoy the accessory part, but she like touching all of it in the closet. Like people, the girls had to do the closet. I was like, I prefer the accessories corner. Thank you. <laughs> like that was just me, but oh my God. Um, so between when I interned at Bradbury Lewis like that, I'm saying about meeting to jobs, they offered me a job before I graduated FIT, just like it wasn't going to pay enough for me to function or survive in the city. There's no way. So yeah. that's why I couldn't take it. But, um, but I'm saying also I think it's like, you know, always great guys in general beyond like building connections and just like getting to different people and learning different things that you like and don't like about a particular job and what you're going to get into for field of work. I think also it's really fun because like Jamie said, two different opportunities we had throughout college. If like maybe you interned to work with someone somewhere later down the line, maybe like I said, different opportunities. Like I said, I, um, I volunteered a lot at Fashion Week that was not paid um, at the tents. Jamie and I did some other shows and met Pavilion together. That was our yeah. fun story. I think we shared yeah, before. I did a few shows and met Pavilion after oh, so when we did. Yeah, did you know them, Jamie? Yeah, I did, I did a show um, for Boy Meets Girl. Oh, remember? nice. I don't know them, yeah, but I love that. They were cool. They were really cool. Nice. 
Yeah, a lady named Stacy Eigel runs the brand. She's amazing. Nice. Well, for so long, like there are so many times I feel like maybe early FIT days, those depending on like you know, they're busier with ambassadors, they're busy with stuff on campus, they're busy with you know classes going into like upper division of like senior, junior, senior year of classes. Like I wasn't doing a lot of the volunteering because I was like I need money. You know what I mean? But I was like doing a lot of fashion week. I think also it got old after a while. The like. The, the the whole idea of fashion week I think you I think once you volunteer you saw what it really was and that it was not all glitz and glamour um and by the time we were seniors I think fashion week was starting to change you know like 100 designers weren't at at link at Lincoln Center the whole time at their studio more. independent little ones little yeah. showing yeah I think the, I think the whole industry was starting to evolve, but you mentioned classes and I thought maybe we could touch upon the classes we took and maybe like how we felt about the overall education. Cause I know some people who went to FIT and feel like that they didn't get the best education. Some people did. Maybe we like talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let me see. My head was in a different place about a different part to go into, but yep, we'll do this. Okay. Like, so, did you have like a favorite class, favorite professor maybe? Like, oh geez. Yeah. So I, oh geez, Jamie, there's like so many AMC fun stories. I'm sure you do for FMM. So, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys, it's funny how you guys don't forget, Jamie and I are six years removed by now from college, which is bananas. But the fact that we basically, we started college, Jamie, what, 10 years ago now is crazy. It's crazy. So like I'm saying, it's pretty, I think, guys, like a fun fact of who still stays in our brain and whatnot is like kind of like a cool little like, mm, like it's a good thing or not. Maybe good or better or worse. There was Jamie, some professors that I feel like maybe for you too, you guys at FIT, we had as a business major, um, I think Jamie, we had like what, like three or four core classes a semester that we had to take, usually depending on, um, depending on kind of like how you want to almost like organize your four years for yourself. You know what I mean? Or like to kind of meet your education curriculum and everything to get your credits right and scheduling. We, we also guys, basically we had a lot of like control over our own schedule, but yet you could work with someone to make sure you're like, you're getting in your credits more so for those who wanted to change majors, I feel like, or change Jamie halfway. They think they had more precautions than anybody else was kind of like, okay, you need this to graduate. I had to get a few exceptions with my schedule because I, when I went into the specialization part of Yes, because you about, like I wanted to do like two, and they I had to get like certain exceptions <gasps> from like the dean of my major. Nice, yeah, that was awesome. Um, love that. But yeah, so then, oh my gosh, I forgot my brain was gonna go because then I was thinking about Baker Baker scholars when you said dean thing. Okay, um, because I was in a scholarship program, guys. Why don't that, we talk about that after? We can talk yeah. about extracurriculars. We yep, did. I just like sorry, I got into that in my brain. Um, okay, you were saying about class, Jamie. I guess some main freshers that I loved. Um, some I'm trying to think. Like I was woman named Professor Tran, freshman year, two at Tran. She was like really small, Asian woman. She was a tough butt, always wore black, had like spiky blonde hair. She was maybe four foot three. Like she was super power. Maybe she's four foot five. I'm sorry, but she was a very little person, like little human. And um, she was someone who somehow I think she like she was taken to me. We kind of like freshman year class. Like somehow I think she could see maybe the fact that I like what my goals were and plans termination, maybe like brainwaves. She kind of like got me or something, but she was a tough cookie. So Jamie, I'm sure to you guys, some freshers who maybe, you know, maybe they see potential in you or just like they could tell you had, you know, big ambitions and plans they wanted to like help support you. It was just a simple computer class guys I had. I mean, it was like actually a core AMC class, but it was like um some business communication. Not even that. It was like a, not even an Excel. It was like something else. It was something. Yeah, we, there was a few. You know I mean? we, there were a few classes we had to take in computer labs because we would do a lot of research and things. Yeah, it was like give me some sort of class like that, which maybe seems guys like so like oh that wouldn't be like a major part of class, but she took this very seriously. Freshman year, like she was like having us all strapped on tight. Like you guys gotta 
do your work. Here's a lot to do. And she's always talking about she, she used to work for Vera Wang and like all these crazy stories. There's like things about how, you know, to intern. It's like, oh my God, I have a professor who told them. And here's the thing. She was someone, guys, who like Jamie and I mentioned briefly before how we had a lot of great professors too. A, guys, either they were still working in the industry, some of my professors, like, had their own business, and, like, they would maybe have a consulting firm, and then they would, like, go there to their day job, but also, like, they'd be teaching during the day, they had, like, scattered class times, but that was tricky, guys, also, because if you wanted to see them for, like, extra hours outside of class to ask questions, tough to get a hold of, because they also had, like, other jobs. It's totally understandable, but it's very tough, guys, when you're, like, at a school, and, okay, like, even though we went to a very special kind of, like, college, Jamie and I attended, even so, guys, you kind of like want to be able to communicate with your professor. And sometimes you couldn't because our professors were busier than we were, or maybe yeah, more busy than them, us. Even if they retired, a lot of them did consulting. Yeah. So yeah. But they just had a lot of like Professor Volpe guys, Loretta Volpe. She's someone who, for AMC, a big marketing professor. She is like super Italian. She is. I like her a lot, but some reason about her class, like I remember some of my classmates, a couple of different, so the other co uh, classmates named Jamie, two different Jamies, um, two other girls. I know both their last names are different, but like super Italian and they're awesome. They're always like next to me, like what the heck's going on? Like, you like stressed, overwhelmed, but whatever was happening in class. Um, I was a lot of great guys, kind of like, she was a professor, I feel like, where she just, Jimmy had so much helpful information in her brain, but like, as a student, you didn't know how to absorb that or to like pick, take, take notes of it. Right. So um, we feel like we were always like frantically trying to like put these little nuggets on paper and yeah. like we couldn't keep up. But also the tough part was sometimes I feel like she'd give us information, Jamie, and then like whenever we'd have quizzes or tests, the information wouldn't line up. We were like, what did she tell oh, us? You know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like, because I think a lot of our professor at the time, guys, you know, they were really well life experience educated. And I respect that more than book smarts. They're not necessarily educators. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah my I, dad my dad tells me about that too with like some of the classes he's taken. Like Yeah. I mean, I'm sure different perspective, I'm sure for your dad coming from his line of work with right. that. But it's like right. I personally, you know, especially if FIT goes to our attention, like, you know, Jamie and I guys also again, like most people go maybe go to college for a job. I don't know, but FIT guys, it was like non negotiable. You're here to get a job, like Jamie said, before you graduate. It wasn't like You're not oh. here to get a degree in shopping. <laughs> a but also B, we weren't going to college like most kids maybe like, Oh, let's go have a good time. There were some kids yeah, like no you said. You guys, like Jamie said, there was no joke. Jamie knows I'm sure different kids than I know who, guys, they literally went for, to FIT maybe for a year, maybe even a semester, no and joke, and jump ship. And they yep. jump ship. You know what I mean? Yep. Guys, A, I think, Jamie, that could be, you know, a combo of A, some people don't want a college experience in a big city, but like, hello, why'd you go here? I don't know. But right. You, you, you know, know what you're getting into. Maybe they didn't expect the fact that, you know, yeah, like I said, not a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, Basically, because like Jamie and I are saying, we were involved on campus, but you had to like find your campus community, guys. It wasn't like, you know, you were easily built, you know, like sorority fraternity. It wasn't like you were the same kind of, right. I guess, like camaraderie as most maybe colleges have, Jamie, you know? Yeah. But did you feel overall like you got you got the education you expected? Um, I think, I think sure, yes, because here's the thing, like, I don't think I had a certain like level that I was like, oh yeah, I need to be achieving to graduate college. I think more so for me, I valued it so much of like, I am going to get a job and get ahead in life, even though I have questioned that so many times of how life has panned out for me and how things have not worked out in the last couple of years. I have questioned that, but even still, again, bright side positive thinker, eternal eternal optimist kind of situation where it's like how I operate. I would not be who I am if I didn't have the experiences that I did. And I am so freaking happy that I did what I did when I was in college because I always have been should have, could have, would have wanted to do more or less, blah, 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 whatever. But I'm so happy that whatever happened happened because I know things now or I've like, met certain people on certain things that it's just cool how they happened. You know what I mean? Because they weren't planned. Maybe it happened yeah. on accident. So I think overall, yes, I was pleased with the education because I feel like I got 
enough like life gusto and information that like in uh what's it called like intangible life skills from the college experience less than like an actual academic information that mm. I think still applies to my life today maybe it's just my perspective on it but I haven't had complaints about it more so defending myself against my family who complains about was it worth it for me to go out of state when I could have mm. gone to UVM for free that's a separate situation because you know what I mean like I've you. heard from other merchandising majors so like I think I think because my dad worked in education like there was an expectation to make sure that you know his money was going towards something valuable but because FIT is a publicly run school like we used to joke and call it the fashion institute of old technology because the school simply didn't have the money for like certain programs that we used in merchandising or to update some of the computers. Um, I learned Excel on Windows where I had a Mac, like certain things like that, I guess people complained. And were there times where I was like, this is a bullshit class? Yes, I'll admit that. But that's probably any college you go to. Yes. Um, were there times when I thought the classes were too easy for me? Yes. Um, but then there were times when I didn't. Um, to mention a few professors who I really love, Jane Werner, who used to run the Merchandising Society. She was a really tough ass professor. Um, I was not doing well in her class, but she also really cared. And she pulled me aside and was like, what's going on? Are you having trouble like getting the curriculum? How can I help? Um, but then I did a presentation in front of her and she was like, wow, you public speak very well. And I was like, theater, um, <laughs> do theater, it helps. Um, but she was great. And I used to go to her for advice. And then there was a professor named Jean Jaculo who saw when I took her e-commerce class that I understood it and I was passionate about it. And she kind of took me under her wing and was like, yeah, we got to help. We got to find something for you. Um, and even like the head of our department, Robin Sack, Robin Sacken was really great and like helped me out when I, upon graduation, trying to find jobs. But I had a really funny professor named John Mingarelli, uh, who also taught at Marist. So my friends, Kim and Kevin also had him at Marist College. He was also the professor that took me to London. Um, I had him, I think three times in total. And he was just absolutely hilarious, told the craziest stories about working in the industry during the 70s, um, how he would party till 6am and go to work at nine, um, you know, all these crazy things, just a really funny, a, like really funny professor. Um, but he was a, kind of a toughie too. Like you, like you thought his class was easy and I would do a project and I thought I got an A and he would give me like a B and I was like, what? Um, so little things like that. Um, another professor who I've kept in touch with over the years is, um, a woman named uh, Suzanne Piazza, who I love and adore. She, uh, I ended up running into her after I graduated at the style shop. She does, uh, she teaches the high school classes, which I participated in before I went to FIT. And she was like, where do you do? Where do you work? And when she heard where I worked, she was like, oh my God, can I bring, she teaches too. Like Krista said, these professors are busy. She's an assistant professor. She teaches at Parsons. She teaches a continuing ed course at Parsons. And she teaches a visiting class at Kent State um, here in New York. So she was like, can I bring my Kent State students to come and meet you in this and I was like, oh my God, yeah. So I've kept in touch with her for years now. Like every, every semester she would come to my office and I would do a presentation for her. So so 
So I really like also thank her. She's so sweet. And she's always like, you know, if you ever need contacts, you ever need help, like, you know, you let me know. She actually, I don't think, I think she actually lives in my neighborhood, funny enough. Um, <laughs> but she's, but she was great. Um, Ann Cantrell is amazing. She's another great professor. She owns Annie's Blue Ribbon General in Brooklyn. Um, she's such a smart woman, very into sustainability. But yeah, I, there were some classes I thought like, weren't worth it. And I think because the school didn't have the money all the time to make the updates it needed, that also made it really hard. And I think that also sometimes made it not as appealing to people as a tour guide when they would come and visit, oh. um, which is a little disappointing because you want, you want to show that FAT is great, but like people used to comment and say, this is a design school and the architecture is ugly or, you know, really, Jamie. Oh, cause I forgot oh, you yeah. see all that as a tour guide. I've been oh, thinking yeah. about that. And then people would be like, you know, why are the computers not updated? And you'd have to be like, well, this, this is a public school, you know, we, yes, we get donations from people, but this is a publicly funded school. So we're not going to have all the fancy things that Parsons has or LIM has because Dude, Parsons also is also LIM too. They cost to more money. That's oh my God. too. Yeah, I could, I'm not going to, I'm not going to diss LIM on this channel, on this <laughs> platform. Very weird experience visiting that school. But I mean, um, yeah, that's cool because I didn't think about, dude, like that could be from part of your tour guide experience. I feel like for us as ambassadors, like I think people, they didn't, I feel like I didn't interact with people many times who were questioning technology yeah. and stuff. Well, why don't we go into that? Let's talk about our extracurriculars. A yeah. Bit. So, I don't mean, sorry, okay. go. Okay. So I was going to say, so I'll, I'll do tour guide and then we can do like maybe ambassadors. So, I mean, I wanted to be a student tour guide because I used to also give tours in high school to incoming students. And I just, look, I'm an only child. I like being the center of attention, I'll admit it, okay? And I like talking to people. Used to not be like this as a child, but ever since I've done theater, I like being on stage. I like talking. I like being the center of attention. Um, my parents are both very good public speakers and they've kind of encouraged me, you know, to do that kind of stuff. Um, they were always involved in leading things. So my mom taught me, be a leader, not a follower. So I wanted to be a tour guide really badly. And I ended up becoming a tour guide sophomore through senior year. Um, once I got a little more senior in the tour guide, sometimes I, I would even come in during winter break to do tours because they knew I was local and I could hop on the train and come in. Tour guides paid shit. I, this is when minimum wage was $8 an hour. I made like no money doing it. I simply just, because it was one day a week. And I simply, the only time I ever made a lot of money was when we had to work the big like weekend events. So like accepted students day, um, open house, which were exhausting. Like I was getting venti ice lattes at Starbucks in the morning, had to wear workout sneakers for the whole day. Cause like it was nuts, but I loved it. I loved showing people FIT and this and that. But like I was saying before, it you know you want to show the best of the school, but the school's not perfect. Um, I knew the internal staff wasn't perfect. I was warned by previous students when I was in high school, like, yes, FIT is a great school, but just FYI, internally, like it has its issues. Okay, fine. I'm sure every college does too. Um, so I loved being a tour guide, though. I loved working. I had a really funny boss. I had a tough boss. Um, Student ambassadors and student tour guides did not always get along. Um, I noticed that. But also working in the admissions office was really helpful because I learned like what they look for on an application. Like the first thing they look for is, did you follow directions? If you did not follow directions, that's a red flag. Um, like little things like that. Um, how do they coordinate events? What do they do when they travel? How does that work? How does recruiting work? 
for students? How does the, pro the portfolio process work actually versus the business side of the school? So that was kind of fun to learn as a tour guide. I really enjoyed it. I got some other people to be tour guides. We also had a really interesting group of tour guides. We had kids from literally all over the world that were in tour guides. Um, nice. And I just always found it like really, really fun. And I, it was something that it also gave me something to do like every Wednesday, like, and I also got like, you know, free merch. Um, I think because I was a tour guide too, besides student ambassadors, I was able to get like register, like priority registration one time, one semester. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but then going to student ambassadors, I wanted to become a student ambassador because when we were at acceptance students day, the girl who was my tour guide, who I'm, I'm friends with now, um, she just did like, she just did a really good job. And my parents were like, what is this lovely organization? What are these lovely iHeart FI t-shirts? And so she told, she told my parents and I about it. Um, and she was like, yeah, it's really fun. We do orientation. We do all these things on campus. And I was like, I got to get into that. And no joke the whole year, my mom was like, did you find out about student ambassadors? Did you find out about <laughs> And then, you know, I met Terry and I think I, I think I just went to the student life office one day and, and Terry was like, oh, this is how you apply. This is when we're going to start applying. Um, I was like, OK, so, yeah, so I applied to be a student ambassador and that's how I met Krista. That's how I met a bunch of our friends. And um, one of the best things about being a student ambassador was that you got to move in early. And I will tell you, if even if I wasn't into it, I probably would have applied to student ambassadors just to get the priority move in. Really? Yeah, because I think I had more fun, honestly, just having 10 days of my dorm and the whole dorm in a way to ourselves and the whole campus to ourselves and not having to worry about doing homework versus like the extra stuff we did as ambassadors. So I think, I, unfortunately, I don't think student ambassadors exist anymore on the FIT campus. I know they had changed it to student to orientation leaders. I don't know if it exists, I should ask some people that I, that I should ask them next time I'm on like a, an FMF. Like I, mean, I feel like, I feel like, I yeah, saw. I feel like, I feel like when I saw Terry last, like, cause she's not, I feel like, yeah, it was like different, different the way it was involved in the school. Yeah. Now. I think it kind of went downhill, unfortunately, after she, we were there for the heyday. Hey, so. Yeah. Like we had so much fun and we used to run different activities on campus. Um, we basically headed orientation. So we used to get partnered up with people. We would be in orientation groups and you had to do like different icebreakers. We got to practice doing the icebreakers. Like we were just like the happiest people on campus. <laughs> Everyone who was a student ambassador, I think the key was that everyone who was a student ambassador was also involved in like one, two, three different things at FIT. Like maybe they were the president of a club or they were on student government or they were on student government and also in a club or they were in two clubs or they, RAs. Were, in, they were RAs. Yeah, like everyone did something. And because FIT like allowed students to be as involved as, as they wanted. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of the nice thing about being an ambassador was these were people who were also passionate about the school like you were, who also wanted to be there, who were trying to make the most of their experience. And most of the people that we were ambassadors with have done very well for the, have like have done very well for themselves, like had fun careers or have like just kind of lived their life to the fullest in some ways. Um, so, yeah, like I, and it, it was really it was really fun. I had a really fun group my first my first time being an ambassador and the other girl who was with me was her first time being an ambassador so like you know we were just kind of trying to figure it out as we went along but yeah so it was it was always fun we, and we had big and littles remember that we did that for like a yep. hot but and we used to interview yeah. other ambassadors I liked interviewing other people the hard questions i think also what's best about ambassador jamie well for me was the fact that like um beyond me new people the fact that i feel like also there were some people like jamie said beyond the fact that we all came from you know 
like different lands, honestly, whoever came from different states, countries, whatever, et cetera. We had international kids too that we were um, friends with and got to know. I know through ambassadors and I loved that. But also a lot of times there were people, Jamie, that we never would have met otherwise because they were art and design or they weren't in our major particularly or in our classes. Like, you know, I wouldn't have always known or met all of, you know, any FMM or even as an AMC, like even guys, if you were within the same school as someone else, you wouldn't necessarily have the same classes unless you had liberal arts with them overlapping or you pass them or it still wouldn't be the same attraction because like Jamie said, moving a mile a minute, everyone's zooming around and also a lot of kids also guys like later and we didn't mention jamie earlier but a lot of kids guys i know later in fit that were in my major half of them were also like working if not almost like part-time as a full-time job kind of part-time while they were still in classes so it was also like additional for everyone to kind of be doing their own thing and less connection you know what i mean so those clubs were also think more important when it came to that yeah yeah those things yeah and also like the free the free lunches and the free meals every once in a while for ambassadors always oh great my God. do you remember when terry <laughs> used to tell us to bring tupperware to bring food home <laughs> dude yes i didn't i never like have any even though i always had like a kitchen in my dorm i don't think i ever like had tons of tupperware until i got my apartment me neither but we know. always yeah that was also the perk about being involved in things at fit was the free clothes and the free Jane, but also, you know, like, hello, I'm talking about it. We can mention her name. I guess it's fine. But Rachel, like, she'd be so big when we lived together on, like, Tupperwareing to the moon. Like, bringing back, hoarding so much fucking food. Dude, and I was the like, question at ambassadors' meetings was, will there be food there? Dude, yes! Oh, my God, shit, ambassadors okay, today. We had, a whole joke. we had a whole running joke of, you are a student ambassador if. Like, I know! You always ask if there's food at a meeting. Are you asking if there's free merch? Do like, we need to wear a shirt for this? <laughs> for this? <laughs> Like, it was hilarious. It was so funny. Yeah. Dude, so good. And it was yeah. fun because, like, you would go back to school and you, like, haven't seen your friends in forever. Like, you know. Or I remember um, my junior year, my grandmother passed away right before the, the spring semester started. And I think I had just shared it on Facebook, like, a little bit prior. And, like, so many people came up to me and were like, oh, my God, I saw your Facebook post. I'm so sorry. Like, how are you doing? Are you okay? And, like you know, that was, they were like the only group of people actually came up to me when school started and, and said something to me. And that was, that meant a lot. So. Oh, I love it. There were so many, we had so many good humans in that crew. Yeah. Krista and I ran yeah. music week together. Yes. That's a fun thing too, guys. And like, yeah, Jim, I guess also like to segue off of that, you like, yeah, we did, there's like different guys, like theme weeks too. So we're allowed to kind of, we had, like I said, Jamie said a lot of kind of like, you know, autonomy and power with the fact that if we wanted to be more involved, we could get more involved. So we had like fun, like spirity kind of themey weeks, you know, Jimmy, those were just like throughout the year, guys, in addition to orientation, it was like, you know, music week we did. And then I did guys kind of a subset actually off of like a separate branch of ambassadors called FIT Danceathon. I love that to the moon. It was like a 24, sorry, 12 hour, 12 hour um, dance marathon. 24 hour ones exist. We didn't do that at FIT. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, 12 hour dance marathons, guys, raising money for the organization at the time was KIDS, K-I-D-S. It was um, abbreviated for Kids in Distress Situations. And uh, I think the organization, they changed it last couple of years. If they even do that again, still may have been a Longfellow thing. But um, the same guys, um, advisor we had for student ambassadors is the one who managed us for dance-a-thon. So I was actually... Um, dance relations um for dance -a organization it was kind of like separate from ambassadors but a lot of student ambassadors were also involved in it it's like a special thing um that happened i believe it was in april possibly that, like, i remember right. i feel bad i, I feel like i never went to dance -a -thon, to be honest yeah um, i feel like i was always home for something that yeah yeah, Jimmy, I feel like, I feel like, Jimmy, it was like, it was a, it was like, just like a normal weekend, but I feel like it was like, not a holiday weekend, but almost like some sort of adjusted schedule time for yeah. us for classes. 
But I think yeah. it was April. I feel like that's why I wrote down so many times. I did so many emails and promo for the for um Dance-a-thon. Also, FIT just has really funny themed things. Like breakfast for dinner was a big thing. Just yeah. Big, like sex education party they would do, like the condom parties. Yeah, did you go to those? I never went to some yeah, of those. Yeah, I used to go to those and get like free. I wasn't, I mean, like I wasn't getting any action, I'll tell you right now, during, during college. But, you know, just in case, I would go and get the free condoms. No, that's awesome. And Dude, I never, I feel like I never could make it. Because I feel like, to me, I had a lot of night classes. I had a lot of 6 p.m. classes. Because also with oh. interning guys, that's the thing too, guys. You may understand about interning. Because I would intern guys so often, like when I was at, like, interning at Marie Claire sophomore year, senior year, like Bradbury Lewis. And then also when I was um, working, not internship, kind of like a paid side job for this brand called Sale to Sable. She actually, her sister worked at Marie Claire, fun fact. And it was kind of like an AMC friend of mine who got me into it. It was like a paid thing. It was fun. She kind of had her own like tunic line, very like East Coast, Connecticut, Massachusetts kind of vibe. Um, and did some stuff with her and her like little business. And that was a lot of like, I did a lot of almost like abstract personal assistant kind of like solo business kind of things and her people's apartments and stuff. So that was fun for Miss Jennifer Stalker anyways, but um, yeah. fun stuff. And then that kind of thing, I feel like a lot of times so I had my classes chunked up. So I had a lot of like 6 to 9 p.m. classes most days. So like I would have like 9 to 9, like 12 hour days of class. Two days a week and then intern three days a week. I think some semesters I tried to do that. Plus I was on visiting on campus. Plus I was work studying. Like I either you guys either I was like work studying. I only did I think freshman year because otherwise I was either working off campus, maybe part time like at Billy's, you know what I mean, or that kind of thing. It's mm -hmm. like working part time job or in addition to ambassadors or I was interning. I always was interning or working. So I did actually I was, both a couple semesters. I was all about that no class on Fridays vibe. So I Dude. usually did. I usually did like. To, I would usually do morning classes. The only time I ever took night classes was is if that was like the only time that was available during registration. And then like my senior year, I only had my last semester, I only had to take four classes. And yeah. I ended up taking a theater class. And like that was like a six to nine class because that's like the only time it was. It was given. I didn't even know we had that. Was that like just like a separate like elective that you took? Yeah, like I had to take an elective like that last year and I took that. But I, yeah, um, yeah I usually did like, the whole like nine to 12 and then like two to five or like, you know, three to six, whatever the class was, yeah. but I would stack them up and do like, you know, um, one, one semester I got so screwed with registration. I literally had class like every single day at the weirdest times I had it. I sometimes like if the class wasn't available one day a week, you had to take it twice a week for, and then it was split into like an hour and a half. And this one, this one semester, like I had to take like two classes, like twice a week. And it was really freaking annoying. Um, I just got like screwed over with registration. But, yeah. Do you, yeah. You're saying to me before about mentioning about registration kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, because of like, I know RAs got a lot of like priority. I think maybe ambassadors we did, but we got, finally did. But I got better priority with Baker Scholars. That's why I was able to kind of register like ASAP kind of thing. So I was like scholarship program I was part of. So we did, um, like, I think we had to do a couple different, there's a couple different requirements to maintain that scholarship that I got uh, all four years beyond attending meetings and stuff. We had to do a lot of different like side works, attend different like cultural experiences too in the city. Saw a lot of free Broadway shows that way. Um, just like volunteering. Yeah. Things, like, I used to go with one of my friends who was in presidential scholars and yeah. get free Broadway stuff. Like I saw the Adams family with her because she got like two tickets. So oh, nice. Yeah. Is there anything we want to add before we go into favorite? Trying to think. That was like, guys, I, I hope that makes sense. That was like such a cluster. It's so hard to fit four years of there could be 6,000 months of information from four years of college of like external. I mean, especially, I know I feel like, um, to be not sure about you, but I know I feel like especially like the stuff that occurred that like, happened in my life off campus while I at FIT, like really kind of like is stuff that could go in a book. 
more so off-campus stuff that happened, um, interning stuff, and then um, once I got my first apartment, and then just like being off-campus with friends, different times on the weekends too. Yeah, I did a lot of fun things off-campus, I would say. Just kind of tried to explore the city as much as I could. 100%. It's again, it's like for any college, especially thing for FIT, but like Jamie said to you guys, every school is different, but even still is like pros and cons to every experience. And it's like, I mean, at the end, I guess, Jamie, I'm not sure about your big takeaway. My big takeaway is like, I am still so happy I went to FIT, even though I feel like I, I like, I get kind of shit about it all the time. Or like, I feel like I do all the time from like, like that. Those are narrow minded people. I know, but that's like, that's the way it is. Like if you're, if you're like, if you're not, yeah, it's, yeah. Especially if you like only applied one somewhere and you're not still there right now. And you could have gone to college free elsewhere. That's, that's balls that like you applied to one place. Oh my god, I could never. I had to. I had to have yeah. a backup plan. Jamie, I was dude. I had to like prove myself every day, being like, no, I'm applying to this school. I'm not applying to UVM. And like the fact that you I could have probably, applied to other out of state schools. I know I didn't want to. I had I looked at so many different colleges. I had some in California lined up. I had some in Boston lined up. I had some in New York lined up, and I only applied to one. I was searching since like. You know what? I realized if I would if I had to do college all over again, I think I would have gone somewhere in Boston. Would you have really? I feel like you like Boston a lot. I like Boston, and when I was there, I was like, oh, I see why people go to school here. <laughs> Dude, I would never want to do school there. I get the intel, but all I know is that, like, my experience of what I know is that it's too normal college for me, I'm saying, in terms of, like, what I want to go to school for, like, to get a job and stuff, regardless of how it worked out. It would have been too normal school for me because I have a lot of um, some friends that are here in Vermont and also just the people that I know that did school in there, and it's like, that's fine, but it's too normal school for me. I know some people went to specialized schools there, too, but just, like not my thing like some of them also are very big and very expensive i did a track meet in high school at bu and that place is ginormous but also it costs like this obviously has changed but six years ago or even before then 10 years ago it was like two hundred thousand dollars for four years like casual like casual but also their school on the outside when you pass it is gorgeous but also i didn't want to i don't know depends on you too you know it's like we we also pay for the environment we wanted the city environment around instead of a campus right i mean look i i and yeah it depends on location you know i know a lot of kids who looked at schools upstate like i've said i mentioned before like my parents did not want me to go to school as far upstate as they did but and that wasn't easy for my parents because a lot of those kids looked at these long island kids it's like oh you think you're so cool because you're from long island and and you know you're from the city and ooh, you know you're from downstate but um you know i know kids who from my high school who looked at those schools and said, beautiful campus, too far for me. Um, uh, great yeah. school, too far for me. Um, and so they went, you know, upstate, but not as far. Like Marist isn't that far upstate. since Poughkeepsie, like it's yeah. hardly upstate, you know. Um, Oneonta's not that far upstate. Where my parents went to school was on the border of Canada. That's very far from Long Island. Um, <laughs> but my parents want loved the experience. They loved their schools and they had a fun experience um you know i was definitely pressured to go to a state school because my parents went to state schools mm. you know want me going to a private school um and i just wanted to go to fit because i knew it was a good school regardless if it was private or public so i feel like i didn't even pay attention to the private public thing but oh, that's a big thing in new york i feel like because there's yeah. so many state schools dude you, you got a then, big state <laughs> you're from a yeah, big state like, so many state schools but also like you know ho- like hofstra is a really big school on long island and that's a very expensive private college mm, yeah so. there's someone in my high school that applied there i think she's yeah. gonna go there good school though very good school Stop, so fast. anyway oh gosh let's talk about some favorites krista what do you got i love it okay do you mean like i got a fun hodgepodge today maybe you already know these but you guys my first one is okay 
try to explain this if you can visualize friends for those who have been in Trader Joe's recently or at all I'm not sure how long we've had this, this is not new um I shared my Instagram stories a little bit ago we sell these like eucalyptus leaves almost like oh, I've seen little... people do that on Instagram yeah and like a little bundle you, know, you saw my um IG story about it yeah yeah so guys we have like a lot of different kind of like plants. So there's like in the store is closest to me here locally um, in Vermont, Trader Joe's. I think most of them always have a little plant section. They're not guys, obviously, like, you know, the, the most, the most, you know, beautiful, well-watered, like going to last forever plants. But they're great to kind of, you know, affordable little way to add some home decor to your place. So I recently purchased, guys, their eucalyptus. They just literally call eucalyptus. So it's kind of like these four strands, you guys, of like eucalyptus bunched together in a bag. It's kind of just like looks like a bunch of leaves, right? But you guys, eucalyptus has a great kind of like a spearmint smell. I don't know. I love a eucalyptus smell. If that's like if anyone's ever smelled it before, certain candles and smells, and I'm all about it. So what you do, guys, very simple thing. Anyone can do what you want to do with that eucalyptus. This is how I happened to use it because people were sharing it on the Trader Joe list, Instagram, and also somebody that I know uh, had done this before, and I was like, wait, I got to try this. So obviously it's part of the plan. You can take, guys, like the four different stems of eucalyptus, put two like where your Jimmy where your shower nozzle comes out of you know what I mean yeah. everyone has guys like a little you know metal power however attached shower to head. your wall shower head thank you however attaches to your wall literally guys I put two on each side and you just the top of the sticks you kind of rubber band together and you kind of drape them next to your like next to where like the shower head comes out you guys it just even if like the smell I feel like the first couple of days it smelled pretty good otherwise now it kind of has like no smell but the ambiance guys of showering with like an abstract little rainforest vibe it just makes you feel so good inside <laughs> so it's a little way you need to like up level your life kind of thing as Trader Joe eucalyptus I'm pretty sure they still have them guys it wasn't like a seasonal thing we just like had them off and on but literally you just put them on the sides of your shower head rubber band the stems together and it like hangs and it doesn't it doesn't like shed doesn't like peel leaves like it's real but just I don't know. It's a great experience. I feel like I'm kind of like living in a bamboo jungle, but like in a very like modern way. I don't know. I'm into it. So my first little favorite, because Jamie, it costs like less than $5. So it's a fun little thing, you know, if you want to get, like I said, guys, it initially gave out a good little aroma, like I said, eucalyptus, but it's not as strong anymore. So whether that's a pro mm. or con for you, I'm not sure, but I love the smell of eucalyptus and the smell, unfortunately, isn't always there anymore, but I was like, oh, it just, it felt so great. Anyway, first couple showers to kind of like, because water doesn't fall right on it, but it kind of like, you know, the steam almost oh, like yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's my first little favorite, guys. Again, super simple, fun little way to um, elevate your shower game. <laughs> and then round two, second little thing here is there's a brand called Three Bluebirds, guys. They have, they sold at Thrive Market. As Jamie and I have mentioned Thrive Market products before. It's a reusable dishcloth. So it's literally just like a little, almost like a napkin or a towel looking thing. And they have like cute little patterns on it. I recently got a new like fungi mushroom one. It's super cute, guys. I know it sounds weird, but it's so cute. I have like a cactus one too. Um, basically, guys, they're great for me to like dry my mason jars on. Like after you wash mason jars, dishwasher or not, whatever. I actually just like will like hand wash and let them soak for a while. Maybe I'll like, you know, put them dishwasher every once in a while. But I use mason jars throughout the week for mason jar salads, let alone like smoothie blends and all that jazz throughout the week or maybe chia pudding and stuff like that. So I'll like soak them and then I dry them guys on this like little, I said, three bluebirds like dish towel. It's a fun little absorbable little towel guys. You can reuse it. Apparently you can wash it too. I haven't even done that yet. And I oh, are those ones you can like throw in the microwave and then they're like antimicrobial or something. I've, I've had those before. I don't think so, Jamie. They go in the oh. microwave. I mean, could like be, that's but... how you like disinfect it. Oh, like, microwave. No, not these, but I know those definitely probably exist, but these, I don't think I've ever said to put it in the microwave. Okay. I could try it, but I don't, I don't know the rules on this, but, um, the brand is, I'm going to obviously link it guys in the show notes, but like I said, um, number two favorite, and there's a lot of different kinds of styles they have and cool little patterns all from Thrive Market. They're super cute. And like, they're great to reuse. Like I said, instead of using paper towels, Jamie, you know what I mean? Or instead of using like wasting towels kind of thing and throwing them out, it's just great to reuse it. And it dries pretty fast guys after two, after it's been like, you know, 
kind of letting something dry for a bit. You take it off and the little pad, like I said, kind of just like dries and you put it away in your drawer. They're very cute and fun. It's like a cool little visual piece. And also it's like it's a helpful little kitchen tool to be sustainable. So that's a fun little thing. And the third thing, guys, too, is, um, okay, also, this is a Thrive Market thing. Um, clean beauty for the hair. So in the shower, I got a new conditioner, guys. I've used some kinds in the past. I think I've shared they've been too heavy for me. I had a light kind from Garnier Fructis that I'd gotten from like my like drugstore nearby. It was great. But my current favorite is the brand called Jason. It's like J-A-S-O-N. But there's like a Jimmy, there's like that the accent that I'm not sure if it's on like Hebrew words. Like the but, o? Yes, over the like O. There's like maybe, yes, yes. Yeah, so it has, maybe it's pronounced it differently, but it has like the two dots over the O. Anyways, it's a great clean beauty. That's very oh. like, like Nordic. Oh, maybe is that what it is? Oh, I like, anyway, I like it. So it's a fun name. But hey guys, I've used some of the products before. They usually me have like, I think, maybe they do shampoo and stuff, but I've used their conditioner before. They have like some body wash and stuff too. They sell it at some places here in Vermont that are very like, um, like uh, like cleaner beauty, kind of healthier goods, kind of like elevated grocery stores. But you can get it on Thrive Market, guys, even cheaper. So it's a great new conditioner that I got. It's actually it's a biotin and hyaluronic acid conditioner. It's awesome. To me, it's so good. It's like it's like not too heavy. It's like a nice lightweight. It smells amazing. It's a great bottle. And the key, guys, is that there's no parabens, no phthalates, no sulfates, no dyes. Um, and something else too. It's like a five free thing. You know what I mean? When it comes to clean beauty. And it's a great guys, like I said, buy not to like throw out all the Thrive Market loves today, but I've, I've tried other things from Jason, like I said before, and their body wash in particular. Um, and sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong, but, um, also this, like I said, the conditioner first time trying this particular one. And I love that kind of like a tea tree oil, a little bit of a smell to it. The fact that there's biotin and hyaluronic acid guys, biotin is so great for your hair in general. And I take biotin choose anyways. I offset collagen choose a biotin. Depends on whatever it is that month I have currently in my um, cupboard, I guess, to kind of take every day for hair, skin, and nails. So it's just great to guys also keep, like, hair nice and healthy. And um, especially because I always have it up slash for work and working out or I always have it down after a shower, but that's usually at night, if not during the day after class. And I wanted to share because it's a really good conditioner that I recently started using. And, um, yeah, fun new stuff, Jamie. So <laughs> those are my three today, three nice and simple ones. Cool. And I have a lot. Don't worry. <laughs> I have five. So one of them's an achievement I wanted to mention. Um, I finally figured out how to French braid my hair. <gasps> Dude, how? That's so cool. So I just – actually, Brad Mondo on YouTube has a great tutorial on how to French braid your hair and different tips. But um, I've just always wanted to try and figure out and practice makes perfect. So it's not perfect, but I figured it out finally. Um, nice, Jamie. Yeah, I, wear, I wear my hair in buns too often or ponytails. And I was like, I need like a better way to wear my hair. Um, so I did that, but let's go into actual products. Um, okay. <laughs> first I have, speaking of hair is a, I got a sample of this when I bought my dry bar double shot tool and it's the dry bar jumpstart serum. It's a, you put it when your hair is damp, you put it in before you're going to blow dry it. And what it does is it essentially like, I think it protects, but it also speeds up the dry time of your hair as you're doing it, but it also smooths it out and makes it really soft. Um, it comes in a pump. I've got confused because I have like a little squeezy tube of it, but on the dry bar website, it comes in a pump. Um, it's really good. It works really well with the double shot tool and you just need like the teeniest bit, run it through your hair and your hair feels like really soft. It's not as frizzy. And then if you like run a flat iron over your hair, like it's, it looks, your hair just looks amazing. So really into that. I think I'm going to buy a full size of it because I have a dry bar gift card. So I think I'm going to buy a full size when I'm done. 
Um, nice. And then the other things I wanted to mention are, I, I told Krista before this, I was playing The Sims. I've been playing The Sims 4 for a few years now. I bought it for myself around Hanukkah, I think in like 2017. My coworker also plays it because she said that was like the one thing that got her through her furlough um, when she, at the beginning of the year. If, especially during these times, if you just need a, a really good way to like zone out completely, it's such a good game because, and the expansion packs are almost always on discount. So you can get expansion packs sometimes for $5 or $20, depending on which one you want. The game itself is not very expensive. I think the game's going to be like $30 or $40. And now you just buy it and download it to your computer. Um, it's so much fun. I love it. Um, I play it now almost like every day. And it's just a really great way to relax, I find. Uh, and then I have two clothing favorites. I bought these pants. I don't. I think they're only sold at Nordstrom. But... They're from a brand called La La Land Creative Company, and they make these sweatpants where they're bunched at the bottom. So if you're short like me, they're they're really, I think, supposed to be cropped, but they're also like kind of high-waisted. They have like a scrunched like high waist too, but they are the softest sweatpants I think I've ever purchased. They're like $45, but let me tell you something. They're really cute. They make a tie-dye version. Um, if I bought just like a regular gray version. If that one's sold out, I'll try and link a similar pair that they have, but it's so, they're so soft and I love them and they're so comfy, um, especially like with the colder months. And then speaking of the colder months, the last thing I want to mention is I really wanted one of those like Sherpa pullover sweatshirts. Um, I bought one from the Amazon Essentials brand because I've bought things from them before. I thought the inside was going to be Sherpa lined. The inside's not Sherpa lined, but the inside is still fleece lined. This is like a really heavy duty sweatshirt. Like if it's super cold, it's really great to wear. It's super comfy. It's a half zip, which I love. It also has a big kangaroo like Joey pocket, but it also has zippers like on the pockets. This is a really good layering piece. Like it's thick enough where you could wear like a long sleeve shirt underneath this and like put this over if you're going to be outside. Um, but it's been a favorite of mine. I really like it. It comes in a lot of different colors and patterns. I just bought like a charcoal gray color. Um, I was going to get the leopard print. My mom was like, ew, that's ugly. So fine. <laughs> But I wear it all the time when it's like super cold, like if I or if I'm like cold in my apartment, if I'm cold at home, if it's like freezing outside, or if I just want to be like super comfy and cozy. So yeah, those are my favorites this week. I have a whole ton more for the next three episodes. So don't worry. <laughs> Jimmy, that sounds so fun. Love that we kept it very different today. I like that you have like hello computer stuff. I love this. And the shout outs for clothing. So good. Yeah. So fun, friends. Hope you guys enjoyed another episode. Episode two, season two. Here we go. Here we go, friends. Like we said, please continue to always subscribe if you listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, anywhere else you listen to us. Give it a give it a subscribe, please. Show some love, leave a review, and follow us at OMG Stop Pod. OMG S T O P P O D on Instagram. And yeah, give us some things. We did we did some fun little things, guys, last week. Dave and I did some fun little shares. So Keep your eye on our stories. We'll kind of keep some different things coming at you to kind of keep people entertained and just throw in some random content because why not? It makes sense right now. So <laughs> thank you for listening, guys. I'm Krista. I'm Jamie. See you next time. Bye.